to NCMMA Radio. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio, and check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. In this episode, we got a great guest, a phenomenal guest, my good friend Marcus, the Blueprint CERN, who's got a huge fight, Bellator 194, on February 16th. Marcus, is Tyson. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? How you been? Dude, I'm doing great, but not as good as you, man. Before we talk MMA, congratulations to you and your family, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, my wife uh, gave birth to to our daughter on um, January 7th. Uh, like, uh, like I said, man, it was the best thing I've ever happened to me, man. I look forward to coming home and just seeing her. Definitely lights up my world. Yeah, and like no doubt, congratulations. Best of luck and health. And I guess the first question is very easy is how hard is it to, you know, you have a you know, newborn baby, you got to train for a big fight in Bellator how, and work full-time. How do you manage your schedule with all this? Man, you know, the, the hardest thing is knowing that, you know, every time I either go to the gym or go to work, it's taking away time from being home with the family. So that's like the the, the hardest thing. But, you know, I know, I, I know I, uh, you know, being able to, to train and fight, you know, helps me escape, you know, take my mind off of things. So just uh, the guys, the guys I train with up here in, in Connecticut and New York, um, have made adjustments uh, in their schedules to make sure that uh, I I can get in get in some good good training. In, you know. Yeah, the last time I talked to you, getting ready for you, the the big fight in Bellator, you know, it was on TV or anything like that. What was that whole experience for you like? Oh man, it was an amazing experience being able to you know fight you know for for Bellator, which is one of the premier um, MMA promotions, you know, and then also get on get on the main card. So it was on on Spike TV now, you know, now Paramount Networks, but, um, it was a great opportunity, great experience, you know, um, um, I think that, uh, I'm looking forward. I, that's one of the things that driving me now, cause I want to have that opportunity again, you know, this, this fight I'm fighting in the prelims. So hopefully you get an opportunity to fight in the main car. Cause it's such, you know, good, just good, great experience to be in that spotlight. Yeah, and you had you could, you could hear on TV a lot of fans, a lot of supporters there. You know, it was a, definitely an interesting fight. Did you feel any pressure once you were put on the main card and like the, you were under lights to the Bellator cage or anything like that? Um, I didn't feel I didn't feel much much pressure, but I definitely felt that it took me a while to for me to get my legs underneath me. I'm not sure whether it was because of you know being on the main card or you know or um, the fact that you know I had not I hadn't fought in a year. You know in the cage in a year been training but it's been like a, a year since I fought but um I I think uh that uh that caused me to have a slow start but um yeah it's it's all right I learned from the experience and you know my opponent was game and he had a great strategy so I just definitely wouldn't want to take anything away from him you know no it was definitely a good fight and you could see like you mentioned like in the third round you could see you were coming on and I you could tell you were kind of pressing a little bit what was it like, you know, were you ever in that situation before where you went in the third round where you kind of weren't sure, like, the state of the fight, where it's like, you know, you kind of wanted to get the finish there. Did you – what was your mindset in that last round? Well, it's put the gas on the pedal, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like you get to that point where you knew – I knew I knew I was down on a score on a scorecard. I knew he, he did a good job of controlling me first two rounds, you know, and um, I defended a few submissions. 
didn't take much damage, but you know, I knew that he won those first two rounds. So it was like, it was like in my mind, I thought it was goal time. I was like, I need, either need to get a finish um, by a knockout or a submission or something. So I just, just was like the heck with it. Just I need to just get going with it, you know. Yeah, you could see you were throwing too, man. I was like, oh, that's the Marcus we've seen at Nick at the Owens. Like, there he is, there he is. This is awesome. <laughs> now, when when you walk away from that fight, how much time do you spend watching like the film on that and stuff, or do you kind of just say, listen, I know what my game plan is going forward. I'm just going to keep working on you know the different skill sets. Oh, I, I might I might have, must have watched it like three four times that that first two nights. You know, I made sure I went back to you know to to see to go back to the drawing board, see what adjustments I. That I, that I needed to make, or see what he did to 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 help win the fight, so that I won't make the same mistakes later on. So I mean, I, I watched the, I watched the fight over over a dozen times, you know, just because I I wouldn't want to repeat the same um the, the same things that caused me to 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 lose that fight. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. And now you take it on, you know, another opponent, game opponent, Dean Hancock, coming off a you know a, a fight where it's due to striking. Is that the kind of opponent you look forward to? A guy that looks like he wants to stand and bang with you, or what kind of what kind of opponents do you look forward to facing? Um, that doesn't matter, you know. Either or, you know, because I'm always trying to expand my um, my martial arts skills, you know. So it doesn't matter if if uh, the guy's a good stand up guy or if the guy's a good ground guy, you know. It's a pretty pretty game to 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 fight fight those guys. But yeah, he's definitely definitely a tough guy. You know, he's coming off a win. Um, he won, won by KO. Um, he fights. Out of Glover Glover Texera's um, Texera's gym, so uh, you know former you know ATT, so sort of sort of almost the same team as uh, Ryan Quinn. So I'm not sure whether they um they think they have the blueprint to uh, to beat the blueprint. So you know I'm looking forward to this fight. Yeah, it's no doubt should be an exciting fight. Like I said, Bellator 194 February 16th. One we're looking forward to. And now, have you you know it's a pretty quick turn for this fight do you do you when do you ramp up your sparring like when do you really get back in the hardcore sparring after your last fight and when do you stop it prior to this fight gotcha so i i i always make always keep training i train at least uh four to five times uh, a week regardless if i'm um regardless if i'm um, in camp or not you know even if it's just going to going to the gym to hit mitts with you know coaches and in the back or going doing some rolling jiu-jitsu sessions and things like that, but um, in regards to sparring, you know, um, I probably stops sparring week out um, of the fight, and then I probably get back into start sparring maybe second, third week of camp or something like that. Yeah, that doesn't that makes sense. I mean, I see a lot mm-hmm. of guys now. It's like especially with the injuries and just so much pressure. You want to get in the cage, you know. It's like you want to you want to make some money. You want to you know, keep moving your career. You can't do that when you're being hurt. Do you do you try to be? Are you, ever times you try to be more cautious where you do technical sparring instead of like hardcore, like just going at it, or is it always pretty much the same speed? You see, I'm starting to see that like even now nowadays, you're seeing because of the injuries, you're seeing a lot of um, a lot of teams and uh, coaches moving more towards technical sparring because at the end of the day, now now that it's transitioned to being more of a sport, anyone that's stepping in the cage is tough. You know, you you don't have to be a tough guy. Uh, to step in the cage, so a lot of guys, you know, know that okay. If I'm stepping in the cage, I'm tough. I don't have to prove anything while I'm sparring, and I'm working on more of my timing and more, of, you know, making sure that uh, I execute my, my specific game plan. So overall, I think most guys are are looking for technical sparring, which is which is pretty good, and I think it helps minimize you know the injuries that we've been seeing in in, in, uh, in the sport. 
Yeah, I agree. That's something that you definitely see too. Like we have, you know, Nick Catones, he had the pro sparring on Saturday and you know, they go, you know, obviously they go very hard, but there's days where you see that everybody's, they're moving, they're putting in good work, but they're not trying to knock each other out. And it's, you can see the productivity, working technique, working strategies. And that's, that's, you know, it's always fun to watch. Now, are there fighters that you like to study to help you improve your game? No, yeah, definitely. So, you know, obviously being able to train with guys that make, you know, a lot of those guys on there are definitely guys I, I enjoy watching, not just, you know, for training purposes, but just, you know, watching them in the cage, but, you know, even watching, you know, watching Khabib fight, you know, he's, he's, he's game, game, uh, game opponent, you know, uh, watching, uh, some, some boxers that I enjoy, enjoy watching like, uh, Terrence Crawford and, um, Errol Spence Jr. Um, yeah, and even you know, even wrestlers, you know, I, I enjoy watching college wrestling and um, Olympic wrestling with you know Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Snyder. So I try to pull a, a lot of things from different parts of martial arts set to help uh, me put my game together. Yeah, and you can't go wrong with that, man. So you, it seems like the one thing I've I've noticed from watching all of you guys, a lot of the pro fighters, this is like a lifestyle for everybody. This isn't something where you fight, you take three months off, and you fight again. Like the sparring is, the training is year round, the sparring is year round. And the diet and nutrition and all like the, the weightlifting is year-round as well. Can you talk about that a little bit? That seems like a, a missing part of the sport nobody really talks about, but you guys put so much time into your diet and your, like, your weight conditioning. No, definitely. And even after this fight, you know, um, so I um, actually got a, um, a program set up for me by um, Jim Ronayak, uh, competitive um, ed sports performance, and uh, he does some of the tra- some of the strength training for – for some of the teams out in the, at uh, at Harvard and at, at Yale, my apologies at Yale. And after after uh, my fight, you know, he he watched the video and he seen some things that that I should implement into um, that would help me for for um, for for fighting. And so a, a lot of more explosive workouts and things like that, um, different circuits that he put it put in place for me. And it could definitely feel it's going to help me get ready for this fight. Um, as as opposed to and for my diet, you know, I'm, I, I tend to eat pretty clean. Um, I'm a pescatarian, you know, so I only eat uh, f- uh, fish. It's the only meat that technically it's the only meat that I that I that I, that I eat. Um, and for the most part, I try to make sure I don't do cheat days or anything like that. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat pizza and stuff like that, I'll I'll eat it gradually, and you know, I make sure that I whatever I put in put in me is gonna be it's gonna help me later on, you know, for for my fights. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. And you see, like, you know, you watch a lot of these guys now, whether it's Edson Barbosa or Frankie Egg or Marlon Moraes, everybody, they stay in shape year-round, man. They're, they're always training, but you see they're always eating clean. And the, you have the ability, if you want to take a fight on short notice, or if you have to, something changes, you, you can adapt pretty quickly. You're not going to struggle with it. And you also stay strong year-round, too, which is never a bad thing. Um, the one thing we see a lot now – oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, oh, yeah, was going to say, because I, th- I think the biggest thing, too, is, all, you know, you, you want to be um, – efficient and maximize performance so the way i look at look at it is like okay yeah i can go in there and fight but what can i do to implement into my lifestyle in order for, to get the you know, to get the best markers out of, out of me and, you know maintaining my diet and make sure i got the strength training uh continuously going in there and educate myself when it comes to the different crafts you know so it's not just about like going in there and just being able to to train it's okay how can i maximize um my output no, I, I definitely agree. And that's the one thing that you always hear the messages say, like a lot of coaches say, is you're only cheating yourself. Like if you're not mm-hmm. going to eat right, or you're not going to do this, you're not going to do that. You're, you know, 
you're hurting your team, obviously, but you're hurting yourself. Like you're the one in the key by yourself, one that you want to get the best out of yourself and you want to hold yourself back. You only have yourself to blame, you know? Um, the one, the one thing we see now is the evolution of the UFC and Bellator. This sport's just taken off, man. It's going crazy. And every kid wants to be the next Marcus Cern or the next Frankie Edgar. Everybody wants to be a fighter now. You see it, you know, I'm sure at your school, our school, every school. What would it be your message to a young kid as they get involved in this sport? Tell them to enjoy it, have fun with it. I, I think that the, the hardest thing for, for someone to go in there and take it too serious and then they fall out of love with the sport and they, you know, may not want to do it. I think, you know, I, I started off as a wrestler. I've always loved wrestling. And because of my love of wrestling, it drew me into, you know, the other aspects of martial arts. So I would tell people to be patient and just, just enjoy and love it. You know, you may not do well from the beginning, but as as long as you continuously uh, grind it out and uh, put your best foot forward, uh, you get, you're, you're, you'll be able to accomplish the goals that, you know, you set for yourself as an individual. Man, that's an excellent message. And Marcus, Bellator 194, February 16th, Mohegan Sun, phenomenal place for a fight. What should fans expect to see out of you on fight night? Uh, first, first, first and foremost, is it's a great card. You know, you know, Bellator is doing their um their uh, Grand Prix heavyweight series, and um the the headliner for the card is, card is um you know Roy Nelson and uh, Mitchell is the headliner. So it's going to be a great card. You know, those those guys fought in the past, and it was a great fight. And so this is going to be a a great fight to watch. So I would love for people to just you know tune in, especially just for that fight, and also for my fight too. You're going to see someone that's going to you know, put his best for, best foot forward. You know, you know, if you watch the third round of my fight, you you know that uh, you know I, I had this no quit attitude. You know, I'm a, no, no matter if the stacks against me, I'm gonna keep coming forward and you know try to put on an entertaining fight. So, you know, I, I hope people tune in to to watch in for that fight as well. Yeah, I'll definitely be tuned in. And do you have a message for all your fans and supporters as they get ready to watch you get back in the Bellator cage? I just I appreciate all the support. You know, even after the last fight. I got a lot of support, you know, people calling me, sending me messages, social media, things like that. So I appreciate all the support, you know, from the fans I had prior to this fight and even after the fight. So I am definitely going to put my best foot forward. They know that, uh, you know, regardless of the outcome, you know, the best Marcus is going to be seven into that cage. Well, Marcus, you know, on behalf of Nick and myself, nothing but the best of luck. And thank you for your time, man. I know it's a Sunday. The last person you want to talk to is me. So thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, I really appreciate the opportunity. But for a moment, can, can I give a shout-out to my sponsors? Oh, of course, man. Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Oh, so I just want to give my, my sponsors definitely uh, uh, do right by me. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to them. You know, VSL Fighting Equipment. You know, like I said, Jim Rene Competitive Edge. Uh, Triple Triple Summit Advisories. Uh, Frank Hong. Uh, Ron Egg. Um, Action, Action Automobile Group. Uh, you have uh, Shokan and Brothers. Optum Human. Um Lazy, uh, lazy, lazy Jack Press, and um, just uh, and also, you know, I'm a Henzo Gracie affiliate and a uh, heavy hitter in boxes, and I appreciate all, all the support by all, all my uh, sponsors. Well done, man. Marcus, best of luck. We'll do this best to promote this as much as we can, and we'll see you on fight day, man. Can't wait for this fight. Oh, thank you. And thank you always to you guys, Nick. You guys always show me, show me the best, and I look forward to going down there and uh, getting some rounds in for the last, last few weeks of my uh, spar. Absolutely, man. Have a good day. Thank you. All right. Take care, boss. Take it, Tyson. 
All right, once again, you're not going to find a nicer guy than Marcus Sir, man. The blueprint is a very classy guy, trains very hard. He does come down to Nicotones and do a lot of work with the guys and just a phenomenal fighter. So be sure to check him out. February 16th, phenomenal card, like you mentioned, with Roy Nelson and Matt Mitrione. Uh, we want to thank him for his time. Thank you for listening. Check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com, and check out our website, ncmmaradio.com, and we'll talk to you next time.